0: From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition, episode 468 for the week of July 12, 2015. The Dis Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I am your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by my good friends Nancy Johnson, Mary Jo malata Willie, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel. Coming up on Tuesday, Michael continues his celebration of Disneyland's 60th birthday, and Nancy focuses on shopping at the resort hotels. But right Woo-hoo. now, it's time for this week's news. Roundtable rapid fire. And our Facebook poll is back on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello, everyone.
1: Hello. Hello. Hey, hey they're there, from Disneyland.
0: Nice. You got that in. Nice. How was everyone's week? Busy. Yep. Busy. Yeah. Good. Bruising. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you get the lead out, Nancy? Uh,
2: I got the lead off. off okay. <laughs> I didn't get my foot broken on top of it, which is good. <laughs> but and thank you to all, for all the well wishes no, for no the lead brick that right? hit my head. And no concussion? No concussion, only a contusion, and you should see the black eye I have now, wow. because blood, you know, blood ha- follows gravity.
0: Uh-huh. Nice.
2: <laughs> so, Facebook has all the pics. It's, it's ugly.
0: Great. <laughs> yeah. All right.
2: But I, I had a
0: lovely
3: day with Michael
0: today Good. at Disneyland. Yeah. And, Michael is, nice. and Michael is there because this week is Disneyland's 60th birthday. That is Friday. <laughs> um, I will be there. I think Mary Jo's going to be there, right? Michael's will yep. be in the park. So yep.
1: And Carol will be there, too.
0: Excellent. So if you are in the parks, be sure to say hello to us. I'll try to get a new batch of buttons ready for you all and Ooh. be able to hand those out. Well, maybe okay so fine.
3: how early are you guys yeah. on maybe getting I should line? put a
0: diamond maybe I should put a diamond on them
1: <gasps> I think that do would that. be great uh, we really should. I'll see I'll
0: see what I can do um uh I don't know i I don't know how early I will get there I, I probably not too too early maybe seven or seven thirty because i'm I'm not gonna fight the crowds to try to get in at eight o'clock. There's still
3: going to be crowds at seven, seven thirty. Oh, I know, you know I know,
0: I know, I know. But I'm not going to. But I'm I'm going to be at the back of them and not have to stand there for f- three hours. Well, we'll see. I mean, I, I expect to see something in the parks blog this week uh, about lining up for if 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 there's any special giveaways and things like that.
1: Yeah, so. the cast members have not been told what is going on yeah, on the seventeenth. Yeah, right. Because we've asked I every think, one of them. Nice.
3: <laughs> I think that's pretty cool, though. I, I kind of like the fact that they're not letting us know. Uh-huh. Be- because people, when when they know, I, we, we're ridiculous. We we yes, work we ourselves are. up into a frenzy. <laughs> I have heard something
4: from a cast member.
0: Didn't you, you, you shared that last time, didn't you, or not? No,
4: I don't think I've been on the show. Hmm.
0: Did I say anything
3: about that?
0: I think you might have a couple weeks ago. when you're.
3: I don't remember, though. Tell us again, Tony. Was it on the secret show that you two did?
0: No. It might have been.
3: Did I say that? I don't
4: remember. I'm so out of it. I think so. I don't know. know. Well, go ahead, Tony. Okay, so I can't say, but I have... Well, anyways, because I don't want this person to get it out of it. But this person does work. They're a cast member, but they're in, like, you know, internal kind of stuff. He said that... um, They're in a special place. Yeah. He said that... um, They're going to, um, everybody's getting a cupcake. We already heard that. Include, yeah, everybody's getting a cupcake. That's what he says.
3: I kind of figured that. That's what they did for
4: the 40th, the 50th. Yes, everybody's getting a cupcake. And that they don't know where everybody's going to park because (laughs) there's an Angels game the same day as the 60th. And that's where they've been parking. So it'll be interesting.
0: All right, and in other news, we still do not have word on Mickey's Halloween party. Are you watching the boards on that, Mary Jo? Have they, have they said anything?
3: Um, Sherry's keeping, you know, Sherry does a lot of uh-huh. research and searching, and she hasn't uh, posted anything yet. Okay,
0: I'm kind of getting worried. Um, because it's oh, almost two weeks past when they would have announced it.
2: Yeah, but they've been kind of busy with other stuff. Yeah. It's not like this is a normal summer
1: maybe they'll announce it at the D23 expo. Yes.
0: <laughs> they they have lots to announce at the D23 expo.
4: Um what's interesting is I've been up with my parents in Seattle, well Seattle. Um, yeah. If you can call the fact that all the AM radio stations I get are from Canada, I Seattle, see. but um,
3: Yay. I love Seattle.
4: Well, um, okay. Anyways, um the uh <laughs> yeah, I've got an opinion. Now. Um but um literally every night Wheel of Fortune, because you know they're all older and we watch it (laughs) religiously now, the Disneyland commercials like on the 60th the whole time. like Just like every night. It's just interesting because billboards everywhere up there. Yeah, so
3: when Nancy and I went up to Steveston, we saw a huge billboard in Canada for the Disneyland 60th. That was cool. And you
4: know what's interesting is I think my stepdad is one of the the one person that they haven't gotten to, because he was saying, but it was interesting because he's older and he said he sees the commercials and forgets that, you know, I have forgets what you do. Yeah, I'm an important podcaster. Really, no, he knows I'm right, the yes. least important of the team. But anyways, um, huh? Um, what do you call it? He said the problem. First he said, which I was like, okay, no, that's not true. So they haven't added. There's nothing new there. And I was like, wait a second. So I explained that thing about Cars Land. You know, nothing new. But um, he, but he said it's so crowded. That was his the reason he didn't want to go. Like it was just interesting to hear from a different perspective yeah. that yeah. you know it's just so crowded, yeah. and I couldn't say. Well, I was yeah, it's crowded. So
0: oh. interesting. Anybody have housekeeping? Yes. Go ahead, Nancy. A
2: bunch. Hmm. Um, well, there is a cool new vendor on the bridge.
0: What bridge are we talking about?
2: The Downtown Disney Bridge. Okay. You know, they moved all the vendors off to one side. All the little carts and kiosks. We're getting a
0: little crackle from you, Nancy.
2: I know. That's because I am opening up a fresh... (laughs) Dun-dun-dun-dun. A fresh Kayla's Cakes macaron. Oh, they no. are a little macaron vendor. Okay. Stop! They have...
1: Is is that like macaroon? Thank no. you. No. I no. was
4: I was re- ready to go with the cafe Orléans thing.
2: No, <laughs> macaroon is spelled with two and o's, and it's similar to and it has coconut in it, and it is it is like the Matterhorn macaroons you can get at Jolly Holiday. These are French macarons, oh. which are like
0: Mickey those scent, little cookies. the sandwiches, the sandwiches. Yeah,
2: yeah. The, the little sandwiches kind of things, and they're in all kinds of different colors, bright colors, and come in like a bazillion different kinds of flavors and combos, and they're all the rage, and they're very expensive, and people love to give little boxes of them for nice, expensive hostess gifts. And, um, Kayla's Cakes has, one, two, three, has more than 12 varieties. Mm. I want to say they had about 16, they only have 12 listed on their brochure. Um, they also have ice cream sandwich macarons.
0: Mm. Interesting.
2: Now, they're $2.75 each, or a box of six for $16. Um, now, they do offer um, cast member discounts, and they might have passholder discounts. I forgot to ask about passholder discounts. Um, but... They're the ice cream sandwiches are six dollars. Wow! And they're a good size. They're about they're about the size of the Mickey macarons. Okay. That they saw at Jolly Holidays, and they have a homemade vanilla ice cream in them. Nice. And they come in either vanilla or red velvet.
0: The problem is these dessert type vendors on downtown Disney can't make a go of it. I mean, we've had the the cupcake lady that was there for a while, and then on the other end we had that what was it? There was a- another dessert place right across from World of Disney that's gone now.
2: Well, this place has been here for about a week and a half now. They
0: Ooh, said. it's a record. It's new. <laughs> Sorry. And
2: the one I've chosen to try for you for you is for,
0: for us. Oh, okay.
2: For you guys is Persian Rose
0: sacrificing for us thank you nancy
2: i know okay so this is a silky white chocolate a rose white chocolate ganache on the inside of rose macarons so
0: here we go okay
2: Mm. it's got they're all individually packaged so they will stay fresh open it thank you um and wow this is nice they've got that nice crisp edge but they're soft and chewy
1: <laughs> wow, e- and, um, th- this is making good radio. Yes, okay. I know. Right, move on. on. Move on. Yeah. Do you
0: have anything else, Nancy?
2: Anyway, so there we go. Right. It's a new place. Okay. They have them in, like a cappuccino, passion fruit, hazelnut, okay, almonds.
0: We're good. Yeah. It must We're be good. a
3: girl thing because I was really into listening to her <laughs>
0: describe the macarons <laughs> so. for twenty minutes. No, <laughs> while
1: well, she chomped on them. Yeah, that was great. It, yes, yeah.
0: yeah. All right.
2: Yes, Steve, in the chat room, it is rose water flavor. Okay, enough. Yum yum. Pop. Anyway, so that's my first one, and okay, second, I have a bag of hot yay Cheetos. for Harvey's! I'm
1: going <laughs> to open them up. <laughs> I have popcorn. Okay.
2: <laughs> um, the second is yay! the the new Harvey's bag for the anniversary is coming out this mm-hmm. week. Um, beautiful! It's all of their travel, po- the old fashioned travel posters it, of Fantasyland, posters. all in one bag. Mm-hmm. And it's really, really nice looking. There's pictures of it online. Yep. And number three, I went to the DVC, um, the DVC member showing of Ant Man today. Sneak peek um, was a it? week ahead of time. They took all of our devices nice. and bagged <laughs> them up and little uh, stapled them in little paper bags <laughs> before we went in. And it is awesome. Okay. It is a great movie. It doesn't take itself too seriously. And on top of it, stay for all of the credits. It has a double credit cookie because it is marble.
0: There you go. All right. Anybody else have housekeeping?
1: Uh, yes, I'm I going gave mine to my dry- Nancy. Yeah. I'm okay. going to eat dried fruit. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have some observations. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I, Carol and I saw the fireworks from the Matterhorn and it was very cool very very okay. different experience um we're learning that people are lining up up to 3 hours yes. in advance yes. for paint what, the magic what, yeah so so be warned folks yeah. <laughs> and then um Peter Pan and the Cinderella windows are now both operating in the Emporium they're gorgeous they're very very cool so be don't Which forget, one's your favorite sure, Michael? Well. Um I think the Peter Pan one because it's more complex. In, okay. in how mm-hmm. it changes. Very much so. So, um, anyway, uh, um, the selfie sticks at security. Um, the security is really going through all the bags, yeah, checking for selfie sticks. The issue yeah. is that folks from far lands of the east, um, ha- every single one of them have selfie sticks, or three or four or ten. I don't know what they do with all these selfie sticks. The problem is, as security pulls them out from Every opening in their bags. Um, these people don't speak English, don't understand right. English. So the security line. Literally, when Carol and I got there, every security line was halted because in every line there were there were folks with selfie sticks, not understanding why they were being taken from them.
0: Maybe the signs need to have a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Picture I was going to ask. Okay, I'm going
4: to ask the question because I've been up here. Um, mm-hmm. Do do they have the signs at Like, I think, honestly, they should have signs at the parking lot. I don't know. Not like digital, but But they should have signage way before and maybe even when you buy the tickets or –
0: Well, they have – it's outside security. They have signs outside security.
4: No, no. But that's too late. No, that's what I was telling
1: Carol that they should definitely have them in the parking lots.
4: Or the hotels. I don't think these folks were driving. Well, yeah. So, so if they're in the... Sorry, I'm totally being... Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm getting too excited. Sorry, Michael. Go
1: ahead. Ben. Oh, I'm used to it. How long are you? Um, anyway, no. These folks were not driving on their own. If they were, you know, clear the streets, gang. <laughs> but um, they they were part, I think, of a rather large tour group, right? Whose tour guides also had no command of the language. So, um, anyway, so just just something to be aware of why you know your security lines might not be moving and don't bring the selfie sticks um yeah the 60th merchandise are going to start releasing it in dribbles and drabs into the parks we've been told from the 13th through the 16th so so if you're in the parks then you might start seeing new merchandise for the 60th and and i'm still wondering why there's no CD with all the 60th anniversary music. The Dapper Dan's are <laughs> singing the Sherman Brothers' um, 60th anniversary song, which right. is really nice. Oh. There's there's some new food at the Jolly Holiday Bakery. Carol and I tried the two new desserts: the Myers Lemon Tart mm. and the Orange Creme Brulee. The, the the Lemon Tart is very good. It's not too sweet. It's really tasty. The Orange Creme Brulee. If you like <gasps> sweet orange, I do. If, okay, if you if you let's say you like sweet orange quadruple how much you like it and this is for you oh because nice. I like orange so. slices
4: like the jelly okay. I would love that now Michael you I'm a little would.
1: disappointed I don't
4: trust your review unless you're eating it on air.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I brought a. They also they also have a BLT sandwich now on the menu, so Ooh. I have that if you'd like to listen to. The yeah, I want to hear you crunch the
4: bacon. <laughs> Actually, we could learn a lot from the quality of the bacon if it's really crunchy or not. Yeah.
1: I know, and um,
2: especially if you've taken it from the park.
1: Yeah. And speaking of which, uh, Carol and I ate at the Pizza Press, and you guys yes. are right; that is a terrific mm-hmm. place to eat. Really tasty. How were um, you on finding seats? Oh, it wasn't a problem. We There were seats okay, when good, we went. So, There's almost and, um, always seats Peter's there. Pan Peter Pan's flight, uh, it was nice. I think that I enjoyed it. The London scene, I think part of the problem is it's too brightly lit, which is what I suspected. Right. And so as a result, it's giving a very flat feel to London. But be sure you look very carefully at Big Ben's face. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'm going to say on that and but they they've done a really nice job with improving the um the the water effects, the lava effects, and the pixie dust effects, so it's great i th- they need the darken though the London scene, and I think it would be pretty good and um you know the parks are crowded. Carol and I are seeing the very best of humanity and the very worst of humanity. <laughs> I mean people are just really rude when it comes to the ECVs and all of that and just you know we're seeing a lot of people feeling entitled and all of that so you know it's going to be crowded folks so you just got to you know be patient just remember why you're there it's the happiest place on earth I,
3: i i just to tag on what you're saying michael i make it a point to let ecvs and strollers go in front of me just because i know that so many other people cut in front of them, mm-hmm. and people. And it, it doesn't yeah. it doesn't hurt hurt me to wait that extra fifteen right. seconds,
1: right? And you and know, people think they have breaks, and they don't. So they can't stop on a dime. So when people jump in front of them, as as is happening to Carol constantly, and she can't stop the contraption in in enough time to not hit them, then they get mad at her. And I actually, there were, there were people last, uh, the other night that they were shoving a mother with her three teenage daughters were shoving, shoving, shoving against the crowd to get wherever they needed to get. Well, they rammed Carol, hit her in the face and all that. And then they got, they got mad at her. So I said, Hey, you ran into her. What do you expect? And the mother, the mother who's like 40 something years old tells me to shut up. And I was going to – first, I wanted a tripper, But then I wanted – I was going to say, you know, you're a great role model for your kids. I hope
3: you treat you with the same respect
1: when you're See, older. that's where
3: you needed that selfie stick,
1: Michael. <laughs> I know, I that's <laughs> why have, they're not in the, over in the head Exactly. It, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, that's it. But um, anyway, so – but we're having a very nice time.
0: <laughs> cool. Speaking of the worst of humanity, I was at Six Flags Magic Mountain yesterday.
4: Is
1: that yeah. their new ad How campaign? Did what? you go – did you go on Colossus? I
0: finally went on Twisted Colossus about eight o'clock last night. I love it.
1: It is. Really? It
0: is. It's. Yeah, I mean, you get the classic click, click, click of the of the wooden roller coaster, but it's really smooth. Um, just I lots of speed. Click-click. Lots of lots of um, the the upside down thing, or the you know the the barrel rolls and all that. It's really really cool. Here's my tip: single rider line. Um, we still waited probably half an hour because single rider line was backed up because Six Flags employees don't know how do you man a single rider line. But the regular wait was over an hour um, at that point in the night. So it, it saved us some time doing the single rider line. Uh, and I actually noticed all all over the park single rider lines. Um, so if if it's... Just a, if you're just there with a friend or something like that, and you don't care about riding together, uh, use those single rider lines. We we did the the flash pass again, but if you didn't want to spring for the flash pass, single rider lines the way to go because a lot of these rides have uh, like four across in a row. So if you have a party of three or something like that, there's always going to be empty spots. Um, so. Give single rider line a try at Six Flags. So
4: you're saying um, Disneyland USA is always better when it's shared. You're saying Six Flags is always no, better it's, when it's well because not they shared. don't have
0: they don't have free Fast Pass at Six Flags. You have to pay for pay for the Flash Pass. So if you want to get a lot done, the single rider line. Well, no, we recommend single rider line at Disneyland too.
4: Anyway. Okay, I know. I hmm. so.
0: All right. Any other housekeeping? No. Okay. Um news is kind of follow up to a couple what well, we talked about a couple weeks ago.
4: There's a lot of details so I'm going to read.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah.
4: Okay, so we talked about the ticket tax. Mhm. Uh-huh. We don't have to worry about the ticket tax. So Disney has <laughs> promised by 2017 to spend 1 billion dollars uh-huh. committed for new attractions.
0: Another 1 billion
4: dollars. Yes. So, potential concepts, rides, and themed lands remain a secret. Disney officials won't say when they, win, when they will unveil their plans. In a press release, Michael... August. Co- yeah, Cole Glaser, uh, president of Disney Resort, said only that the company is excited about what the future holds in a tax-free environment. He didn't say the tax-free environment. So <laughs> no. um, Disney's plan expansion, they think they're saying Star Wars, Marvel, Pixar, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's expect, Disney's expansion is expected to kick into gear following the city's approval of the tax for construction swap. I like how they call it a swap in <laughs> a vote taken recent, this week in that arrangement, Anaheim agrees to impose no taxes on theme park tickets for 30 years, extending a ban that started in 96 and was set to expire. The deal isn't expected to result in expansion beyond Disney's existing properties. New rides will be built within the theme park's current attraction and the parking areas, while the new parking structure will be built on a Disney-owned lot just east of Harbor Boulevard. Disney could focus on just one of the parks. Uh, Councilwoman, blah, blah, blah. Um, Some who didn't agree, blah, blah, blah. We don't care about that. Um, An independent accountant will verify whether Disney holds up its promise to pump $1 (laughs) billion into the Disneyland Resort. That's kind of cool. You can't just say it. They need to do it. Okay, fine. Let's buy a... Couple more fence posts. I just yeah, think it's great. Right. Um, new attractions could significantly boost theme park attendance. That's good because I really think we're really it's not already yeah, no, attended yes, no. enough. Um, if Disney doesn't hit the deadline or meet the spending threshold, the city could adopt a ticket tax. Wow! So they're really going to be which cal- is
0: which is actually not true. I don't think the city is putting a, like a more like a, a plan in place to avoid the ticket tax for Disney, but. For a ticket tax to take place, voters would have to vote in the tax. Really? So if if voters ever voted in an entertainment tax, everybody else would have to pay the tax except Disney because of what the city is doing.
4: Okay, interesting.
0: Yeah. So there is no entertainment tax at this point. Disney is just trying to hedge their bets against one if there ever were to be one.
4: So, there you go. But Tom, you have more details on. Well, we what we talked about was that area behind the the hotel they just right. bought, right? And um, that they own most of that, including one of the buildings.
0: The, see, there's there's uh, right behind all those uh, Good Neighbor hotels. There's the like West Coast University or something like yeah. that. And they do mm. not own that, but they own everything south of that. So all those industrial building, industrial-looking buildings, one like the one-story-looking industrial buildings, they own all of those, and that's where the new garage is going in. Um, what I've heard is it's going to be a five-thousand-car oh. garage, which is half the size of Mickey and Friends. So hopefully that alleviates some of the parking. But I don't know how they're going to get people from there. Um, I, I guess they could use the art buses like they do
1: for the bridge. Toy story I lot, want a bridge. I want they, a Vegas yeah, I bridge. Know. Yeah, I know. They could drive through the carousel. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they could. They could. Yeah, tear down the Carousel Motel and yeah, because it it that property starts right where the Carousel Inn is. So yeah, if they were to remove the Carousel, it would it could go right across.
4: So what do we think's really going to happen?
0: I don't know. Let me tell you what our listeners think because I put up a. a Facebook poll.
4: Oh, wow. That was the greatest setup ever.
0: I know. That was a good segue, Tony. Nice. Yeah, thank you. It
4: was accidental.
0: I'm not going to get it. No, we can come back and talk about what we think, but let me let me share what. Um, I asked, where would you like the money to be spent? Uh, Disneyland Park, da- uh, California Adventure, Downtown Disney, the resort hotels, or other. Um, 46% said, what do you think? Star Wars. No, where, 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 oh. the, where, where to spend, spend Disneyland, Disneyland park, 46%, uh, 21% said California adventure. 22% said spend it on the hotels. Um, 3% said downtown Disney. <laughs> um, and then 8% said other, some of those were trying to vote for a third park, which we've already heard is not, <laughs> not going to happen, going to happen allegedly. Um, and I asked what you would like them to spend the $1 billion on. And I gave them just a few choices, uh, Marvel, Star Wars, Frozen. I had to throw that in. Uh, Pixar or other. Um, others twelve percent, and some of that is people saying combinations of Marvel and Star Wars, or Marvel Star Wars, Pixar, or something like that. Forty three percent said Star Wars. Tw- Not surprised. Twenty four uh, percent said Pixar. Twenty one percent said Marvel, and that leaves one percent. <laughs> for frozen that was me that was you that voted for frozen <laughs> <laughs> so what are, i mean okay so uh the number i heard for the mickey and friends garage was uh 240 million to build that sucker like and that. how long ago was that what 15 years ago something like that
3: yeah um, so what, so, yeah. so
0: what's it going to cost to build a structure half that size nowadays,
1: twice the price.
0: <laughs> so another two hundred and two hundred and fifty million to build the the new structure. so that only leaves us a measly seven hundred and fifty billion to play with in the parks. What do we want?
3: Oh, I think they're gonna do something with for Star wars. i I don't want them to dig out the lagoon and I don't want them to take out a Tokyo, a Tokyo like is some fairly of want complex them to, to take out <laughs> I, I, I
1: don't
2: mean, want they could do a little Nabo ride.
4: I don't want the rides. Disneyland's got enough stuff. When I keep talking, I, so I was in Washington um, and I talked to someone. Somehow I said, oh, I'm near Disneyland. I said, oh, oh no, because I was wearing an Epcot hat and, I, and the, I was telling the person, hey, you should go to Disneyland. Like, why? And I explained it and I kept talking about how there's so many rides in one park. Right. Why I want them to do, and this is more of a local idea, but what makes Disney World great is that you don't need to go to the parks to have a great time. Uh-huh. And I just think make another resort, put some like almost having a second downtown. Something that doesn't require an entrance ticket. There's where I just lost my chance. But uh-huh. um something that is different, something that's in a addition I know it's not gonna do outside, but a, another resort, restaurants, things the that water are park. Yeah, something I don't know. I I love Disneyland the way it is, and I don't think it needs more stuff. My stepdad
0: obviously does. But, um, you know, I don't know. Interesting. Okay, who else has any, any any opinions?
1: Well, I think since they can't do too much with Marvel right now, unless mm-hmm. their contract changes in Florida, right. um, I think we're probably going to see more emphasis on marvel out here oh yeah and oh, with with some star wars and i suspect that because they have uh, you know it seems like they've torn they're tearing down most of disney hollywood studios and they have star wars days that they'll probably have a greater emphasis on star wars than what we're going to get and i do think frozen is going to come to our park in some How- manner however the the
0: trend lately has been to um put the same ride in multiple parks to split the cost of fit, of the yeah. of the design,
1: of, of but the keep, design. It, keep in mind there are the overseas parks that they can split yeah. the cost with yeah. too yeah now yeah. well, okay. still
2: they they want to put a lot of properties in the US though i mean they're already bringing overseas items into Um, Florida, if Mm -hmm. what we've been hearing is set to be actually true, so you got to take that under consideration as well.
0: Um, It's going to be interesting to see in a month or so if we hear anything at the expo. No, we Um, will. Again, we will. We will be following that. We will be there at the expo, trying to bring bring that to you as live as humanly possible. And
1: theme parks and resorts is doing a presentation this year. Exactly.
0: Um. I'll actually. I'm going to talk about it in the, my, my rapid fire. So I'll give you more details in just a few minutes. Um. Anything else you want to talk about that in the news? And it's just. It's, it's It's kind of a. It's like. Okay. Yeah. We're going to spend the money, and but we're not going to give you any other information.
4: Well, what's crazy is isn't that how much the redo of Disney of California Adventure was?
0: That was Cars Land and Buena Vista Street. Yeah. yeah was, so was I'm here. So
4: we got to think of that scale or divide mm-hmm. it up. Right. I'd rather them spend the billion. I know you can't do this with a billion dollars, but let's pretend. To do a resort and then finish California Adventure? Sorry. Yeah. Nice, okay. yeah.
0: yeah.
3: Plus, I said that. Plus, with D23 coming up, I think it'd be silly for them to start spilling the beans
0: right, now. Right now. Yeah, now. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Tony. Um, let's move on to Rapid Fire. Let's start
1: with Michael. Okay. Well, you know, I think it was on... Um- Oh, was it on Tony when we were doing the e-ticket thing mm-hmm. show mm-hmm. and we talked about how one of the things we'd love to see is, you know, Aladdin's Oasis go away and the Tahitian Terrace come back. Well, you know what? That's not happening. But.
3: Oh, <laughs> but, that's, that's a terrible lead in, Michael. I know, isn't it? had me all excited. I know.
1: <laughs> anyway, but. Well, first of all, for folks who don't know about Tahitian Terrace and what it was, it was from 1962 to 1993. Uh, Tahitian Terrace, which was a Polynesian themed restaurant where, where Aladdin's Oasis is now, you, you had P- Polynesian style food. It was a South Seas theme. And they had a wonderful um, live Polynesian review with, um, you know, native dancing and fire dancing and, and all kinds of stuff. And so um, people really miss it you know now that it's gone but um what's going to happen though is is that there's sort of going to be a homage to it um on august 10th and 11th right before D23 um trader sam's one of our favorite places there at that enchanted tiki bar is going to have the tahitian terrace diamond luau so you'll get a feel for what the tahitian terrace was like so what is going to happen during, in this evening is there's going to be a special tribute performance and it's going to feature a lot of the popular dance routines from the orig- original Tahitian Terrace show. And Walt Disney Imagineering is going to present a historical overview of the Tahitian Terrace and, and of its entertainment. There is going to be a buffet with its, it says it's going to have distinctive bites which has me a little worried about, okay, how big are these bites? It, inspired by um, some of the favorite items from the Tahitian Terrace menu. There's going to be a couple drink options. One is Tahitian Terrace Punch, which was a real favorite among people. Uh, the only other one that I really liked was the, um, better than that, was the one they had at Sunkissed Terrace. It was, um, I'll think of what it was in a minute, but it was like, it was a, a, another kind of punch. And then... Um, there's going to be there's the alcohol-free version, and then of course they're going to have the uh, a new version with alcohol in it. Um, guests are going to receive a specially designed Tahitian Terrace tiki mug and a commemorative print, along with an opportunity to meet the artist who created it. They don't say who it is, but my guess is it'll probably be Kevin Kidney and Jody Daly. And they're going to have some other surprises um, at, at this event. The price is a. a, a Paltry $150 <laughs> per person. There are Dang. no, no discounts, no annual pass holder discounts. And you get two beverages, um, along with that too. So, like I said, it's August 10th and 11th. Uh, they're showing, they're having it two times each evening at 5 p.m. and 7 p.m. You do get three hours of complimentary parking at the Disneyland Hotel. Um, you can, you can start booking this now. Um, you can call, um, 714 or 714-781-3463. And if you're under 18, you must have a parent or guardian call. And you uh. do have to cancel your reservation 72 hours in advance or you will be charged the full price for a cancellation fee. So, aloha. <coughs>
2: Hey, Michaels. Can, Michael. can I tag on to Michael real quick? I just looked up the famous Tahitian Terrace drink, and it was called the Jungle Julep. Mm-hmm. And it was...
1: Th- that's what they had at the Sunkist. Oh, okay. Um, place. That, was, that was the drink I was trying to think of. It was the Jungle Julep.
2: Okay. Well, that is an interesting... Um, and then there was Planter's Punch Tahitian um, was the other one. They can't... Somebody okay. said they can't look up or locate a recipe, at least on this web page, but it seems to have had something like um, orange juice, lemonade, grenadine syrup, ginger ale, and maraschino cherry. The jungle julep is sugar, water, pineapple juice, lemon juice, grape juice, concentrate, right? um Sweetened orange powder drink mix, which is apparently a code word for tang, tang and yeah. grenadine. And that, I found that recipe on uh, chowhound.chow.com.
1: I know I've seen it in, um, one or two of the Disney recipe books. Okay. Two that are out there. But yeah, Jungle Julep was my favorite drink. Oh, yeah. When I was a boy.
2: That was another, re- another That's housekeeping I had. I found a new, a new Disney cookbook on the shelves. Um, but visiting shop, sh- visit our shopping show this week.
0: There you go. All right. Um, Thank you, Michael. Uh, Forgot to say hello to our friends listening live on Mixler. If you want to listen live on Mixler, join us every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Pacific. All right. (laughs) Mary Jo, go for it.
3: Okay. Well, uh, for those of you who participated in the extravaganza at Disneyland where you went looking for those Easter eggs, they're coming up with a new limited, uh, limited time adventure. For the 60th anniversary, it starts on July 16th. And they're going to have Looking for Mickey Quest. And this is going to be at both Disneyland and California Adventure. If you want to do this at Disneyland, it's going to cost about $20. Actually, nineteen ninety-five. so you save a nickel. And, well, plus tax, so forget that. Saving the nickel. But they have 20 questions. And you can purchase these guides at Disney Anna Store, The Gag Factory in Toontown, Pieces of Eight in New Orleans Square, and Tar- Star Trader in Tomorrowland. The Quest Guide comes with a specially themed lanyard also, and it's while supplies last. No discount supply, limit two per guest. And at California Adventure, they have ten questions. It can be purchased for twelve ninety five plus tax at Elias and Company on the Buena Vista Street, off the page in Hollywood Boulevard, Oswald's also on Buena Vista Street, I think. Radios brings curios and teas, hats and tattoos in Paradise Pier. That quest guide also comes with a specially themed lanyard and available while supplies last. They do note that whether you choose to search for the Hidden Mickeys or not, as long as you take your quest guide back to the Redemption location before July 31st, you can get your surprise gift. The quest guide must be redeemed at the redemption location within the specific park. So you can't go looking um, in Disneyland and then go redeem the prize at California Adventure. So keep that in mind. The surprise will vary based on which quest and which park you decide to conquer. So my, my recommendation, um, again, it starts on this Thursday, July 16th. Um, my recommendation is... Participate in the game and look for the hidden Mickey's. I saw so many adults that were just looking for the prize, but it probably cost Disneyland five mm-hmm. five cents to make, and people were going crazy just trying to get their collection, um, which is probably worth a lot less than those Beanie Babies way back right. when. So, have fun! Have fun with the game.
0: Excellent, thank you, Mary Jo. I will go next. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to give you all an update on the D twenty three Expo, which is coming up. August 14th, 15th, and 16th at the Anaheim Convention Center. Uh, D23 has quietly announced all the times for all the presentations. Uh, I'm going to go through some of them with you. They've also announced another new venue. This venue is called the Walt Disney Archives Stage, and you won't be able to get into it because it only seats <coughs> 275 people.
2: Oh, holy crap. Uh,
0: yeah, exactly. So, And this is going to be a lot of archives related stuff. Um, the names don't really do its justice. Um, can have presentations from Don Hahn, um, first ambassador, Julie, Ryan Cas- Casoletto, uh, Floyd Norman, um, Stacia Martin, who else is here? Uh, Ooh. Jeff Curdy. uh, just all kinds of, all kinds of, uh, historian, historian type people. Um, and I will put a, this list on, the, uh, our, on our events page is where I've been housing the current D23 Expo schedule. So if you want that list and all the other things I'm going to talk about, um, head to our events page, go to August, scroll down to August, and I have the complete schedule. Um, so in addition to the archives stage, there are three other stages, and it looks as if they are not using at least... As of this recording, the arena—they've um, replaced that with Hall D23, which is actually on the expo on the convention center floor, and so that's the 7,500-seat um, arena for with all the or er, um, venue with all the big presentations. And I'll come back to that in a second. The other two stages are Stage 28, which is going to have house all the uh, just basic presentations. Um, Disneyland Home Movies, Goofy's, uh, a Goofy Movie uh, Reunion, the Charles Phoenix Presentation, um, things like that. That's Stage 28. Stage 23 is where they're going to have the concerts, the Silly Symphony Concert, the Broadway Concert, um, the Mickey Mouse Club Reunion Presentation, and the Mouse Presentation. Um, so that's basically what's going to be on stage 23 so that's probably a little bit bigger venue let's go back to uh hall d23 which is the main stage or the main main venue uh, with the big presentations and i'm going to go through times with you because that is going to affect everything else and you're going to realize as always you can't do it all or if you do these presentations you probably can't do anything else Um, Friday, we know, was the Disney Legends ceremony, and that's going to take place from 10 a.m. to noon. And then we have the Walt Disney Studios animation portion, hosted by John Lasseter, from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. So, you basically get out of one, get in line for the other, and that's your day. Um, Saturday... Morning is the Walt Disney Studios live action. So think um, Marvel and Star Wars. And that is from 10.30 to 12.30. And while that's going on, you're missing the Disney on Broadway Originals uh, concert. Um, Then in the afternoon is the Walt Disney Parks and Resorts. That is from 3 p.m. to 4.30 p.m. And if you do that, then you've missed the other... the other Disney on Broadway presentation. So if you want to see the the arena stuff, you're going to miss that concert, which is kind of sad because it sounds like it's going to be a great concert.
1: It was Uh, last time.
0: Yeah. Um, Let's see. Sunday, um, the only big thing in the arena, er, or not the arena, so Hall D23, is the Frozen Fandemonium, which is the the sing-along, and that's from 3 to 4.30. So. (laughs) Yeah, that kind of gives you an idea of what's happening in the arena. Again, all of this is on our, our uh, events page on the Diz at com, and I will put a link to that in the show notes page. All right, uh, Nancy.
2: Okay, well, boy, I'm kind of uneventful compared to that. Um, I did want to let people know that Legoland has gotten into the VIP express riding thing called Reserve and Ride, or Reserve N Ride, if you're Googling. Um, what this is, is a don't wait in line necessarily thing. Um, they have fit more than 12 of their rides, um, and you uh, they say you're going to spend less time waiting in line and more time with your day. Um, when you do reserve and ride, you get a handheld device which lets you make reser- ride reservations from anywhere in the park.
0: You w- so, flash pass.
2: Sorta, of, yeah. You would Six Flags. You wait at the same time. Um, you wait at the same time as other resort guests, but you don't have to stand in line. With Reserve and Ride, you make one ride reservation at a time, and the device will let you know when it's your turn to ride. So they have three different levels.
0: Uh, six Flags. Okay, go ahead.
2: Twenty five per person. Um, okay. Max six per device. Okay. Reduce your wait time by twenty five percent. Um. Deluxe reduce your wait time by 50% and that's 55 a person, maximum 6 okay. per device. And okay. ultimate reduce your wait time by 90%, mm-hmm. almost instant access, $100 a person. Eek. Okay. So
0: I, so I yeah. can compare that I can compare that to Six Flags prices. I think um, the lower level for Six Flags is $40, the upper level is 125. Okay. So this is a little cheaper.
2: A little cheaper. And you have to complete one ride before you can do your next one.
0: Right, exactly.
2: So, who knows? Maybe we'll try it next time we go down. Maybe we'll try tw- the $25 one and see how it works.
0: Cool. Yeah. Never know. Um, at not. or sorry, not's what I'm talking about. No, at six,
2: plugs, at six Flags is that how many people can go per...
0: Um I don't know what the max is. I know you can do multiple, but
2: So basically this says for a family of four it's $100 for the express mm-hmm. or $400 for the ultimate.
0: Right. Also oh, at gosh. at Six Flags they usually they typically offer a discount for season pass holders. So you might want to look into that if you if you had down on if you have the season pass.
2: Yeah, it doesn't say anything at all
4: about that. Okay. Kind cool. of something.
0: All right, thank you Nancy Tony. Time
4: to get your fancy drink on. Woo. Mm-hmm. So, they are deciding to share some rare wines at Napa Rose, okay, but in a different way. So, a state-of-the-art, whatever, state-of-the-art wine station (laughs) by Napa Technology is the newest toy for sommeliers. I can't say that word. Go ahead, Nancy. Sommeliers. I know. That's how you say it, but I just don't feel like saying it. At the award-winning... No, (laughs) I really can't. I was going to mess it up. So, the wine station lets us open four distinctive bottles of wine to give our guests a taste of something extra special. says Eric Cazada, area manager, and sommelier. Uh, nice. Thank you. We're offering... when, But when you're the one that says it, it doesn't mean anything, Tom. Sommelier, See? See, we're both wrong. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're offering older vintage wines, cult wines, bottles you won't find every day. Cult wines. Wow. Yeah. yeah no, um, the wine station offers one ounce, three ounce, and five ounce pours that guests can sample vintages like a 1989 whatever, from Spain that sells for more than $400 a bottle. Every time we pour, it tastes like we just opened the bottle. It's an electronic thing. Uh, There are always four offerings, usually a Pinot, two Cabernets, and a Spanish wine. Bottles are listed on the menu with ratings. Not everybody wants to spend $300 for a bottle of wine, but now they can have a glass for dinner. So the focus is on big-name vintners, and not all wines are at the top of the price range. You'll never know what wine you'll find, but you know it will be very special, just like the Napa Rose Vintners Table, where the menu changes every Friday based on seasonality.
2: Ooh, way to cook that.
4: (laughs) Yeah. We showcase dishes by our chefs that are not on the regular menu, says Eric. For instance, okay, we're talking about the food again. We're done with that. Okay, cost for the Vintners Table menu is $100, $45 for a wine pairing. Seemed like they added that. Not necessarily, but basically now you might have access to fancier or more cult more expensive wines because a little wine station and those are starting to pop up. I've seen them at a few of the hotels I've stayed at. Yeah, where you can get a it's, and it's I guess like you open it each time.
0: So do do they have one at Carthay?
2: I'm sure they probably do. I mean, they've always had something like that at the Napa because right. it's always been behind the bar. Hmm.
3: But this must be. I a think new we should go one. check out the one at yeah, Carthay.
0: I need to, yeah, I think we need. Oh, at Carthay. Oh, okay. See how you are.
3: Well, I'm, I'm actually Napa, going to okay, Napa right. with. I'm going to, I'm going to nap on the 20th. I'll check it out. I'll let you guys know. I'm going to the chef's counter.
0: Sounds good. All right. Anything else we need to talk about on the show? We got all our rapid fires done. Oh, you had, did you have anything else in housekeeping? Mary Jo, you were going to follow up on something Michael said, but you're breaking up again. So I'm not going to let you. Okay. (laughs) No, go ahead. I think, I think you're okay. Go for it.
3: Okay. Um, Basically uh, one of our listeners in the Chatterati room uh, said that they're handing out pamphlets this is going back to um, the selfie sticks. So Disneyland sticks? is handing out yeah. yes. So Disneyland is handing out but pamphlets where? that explaining that people Okay,
0: probably in the parking lot. And Mickey and okay. friends is what they I were saying.
1: saying. Yeah. Well, if they need to do it at security and they need to have it in multiple languages. Yeah,
0: I, I actually, I think.
3: Well, she said they had it in every language imaginable.
1: Okay, well then, yeah, they need to bring them down the security.
0: Well, and the problem yeah. is those those folks you were referring to probably came in on a bus and they probably didn't.
1: Right. Yeah. Or get, they or hand they, them
0: sixty copies of it.
1: Right. Or they walked, you know, across the, from across the street or something. Right.
3: Right. The, so my advice to them is to go with Adventures by Disney <laughs> with Dreams Unlimited Travel, and they won't run into these problems. No, they
0: won't. <laughs> nice. alright thank you folks thank you all of you on Mixler for listening hopefully we'll s- s- talk to you again next week that is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week and of course we will be back again with you next week until then remember Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared thanks for listening and happy birthday Disneyland Yes,
1: 60 great thank years Birthday. see you all there